gross. GDP Live. Let me just say that. There we go. Gross Domesticated Podcast is live on Facebook now with new terms and services uh, agreements. Uh, they have full, they can do whatever they want on my Facebook. I think I just let Zoom say, hey, can we just go through your Facebook? And I was like, yeah, go for it. So, hey, look for Zoom. <laughs> Zoom's my co-host today. Today uh, on uh, the, the 19th. Oh, hey, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's uh, the uh, 420 or whatever. Uh, that's a big deal to a lot of people, but not really on the 19th, apparently. Today's uh, apparently not as big of a day for, for drug heads. Uh, all you hippies and you uh, people who in, imbibe the, the devil's lettuce. Hey, Ron. We got original Ron in the chat. We are live on Facebook and Instagram, both. Uh, at Baby Mermaid Productions on Instagram, on the Gross Domesticated Podcast page on Facebook. And uh, if you ever want to join in live, you can join in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. And, uh, and just uh, chat along. You know what I mean? It's a, yes, it's also Hitler's birthday, Manny. That's correct. Manny pointed out the fact that it is Hitler's birthday. I don't know if he's a fan or if he's just pointing it out. Um, <laughs> there's a, uh, hold on, let me put this up. Share now and share to my story. Boosh. Okay. Just want to let everybody know that we're live. But um, Manny, uh, what is that? Columbine too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's really fucked up, isn't it? I think that was that. I wonder if that was a, was that a Hitler thing? Did we ever find out about that? Did the Columbine kids like Hitler? Is that a good Google? I'm going to put that in there. Let me just see if that happens. Did the Columbine kids like Hitler? Let me just do a quick Google. See, now now my, I'm focused. Like, I was able to center myself. And I was able to go. And not like, oh, like, oh, you're going to go live. Cool. Like, I was able. I like to go live. And then they're like. And then I can, you know. Then I can start sorting things out a little bit. Smoke, wait, smoke them if you got them. Uh, Manny says Hitler was referring to the Jews with that. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that's where the phrase came from. So Columbine shooting myths. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold. Klebold? The occult like I don't know. This is written on April 20th. They are published on April 20th, 2019. Uh... The Washington Post headlines are major. Come on, just, just, it's like, I need it. I need, come on, cliff notes here. I'm not reading a whole article. Dressed in black, fans of Hitler, students were aloof. Uh, all these kids wanted to talk about was Hitler. All right, that's, this is strange. That's a weird, that's a weird quote. All these kids wanted to do was talk Hitler. Pat, don't read that out loud. What? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I thought you were just sharing interesting facts. I apologize, Manny. Either way, it's a it's a weird holiday, I guess. It's a weird thing that means a lot to some people, but really not much to me. But today is Monday, uh, and uh, there's going to be a new episode of Falls Count Anywhere. Speaking of, while I got you here, Manny, just to let you know, update. Going to have that up this afternoon. I apologize for the delay. <laughs> and... Uh, and also new episodes of Proper Bonics every week. Uh, I believe Kirk is on vacation right now. He is in the, I believe, the great state of Louisiana. 
and he is visiting uh, his uh, his friends, I believe. I don't actually know what he's doing. This isn't my business. He's having a good time, though. And uh, the guy likes snakes. That's really interesting to me. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not judging anything. I love Kirk. Love Alan. They're both great. Love Manny. Love the Youngblood. Love all, all the people I podcast with. Uh, there's, uh, there's a weird thing with like, like liking snakes. It's kind of, I don't know why. I don't think it's like a, I don't think it's a bad thing, but like, and it's like a weird thing, like embrace it though. You know what I mean? Like when I started to unironically wear headbands, like bandanas and shit like that, people like commented on it. And I'm like, I think they're genuine and they seem to like it. I wonder if like I did, like I ended up doing a good thing. But like it was something that I would probably I was I would definitely make fun of myself for doing. And you know what? I ha- I do have one. You do need that one friend at least. And I know this has been brought up in premises before, but like uh, of the fact like having a friend to go like to be completely honest with you and not in like not to hurt your feelings and not to insult you. Uh, I was talking about it with Andy a little bit yesterday about like about like relationships with friends and like uh different kind of things of like where you can have uh like where you have different relationships with different friends so like so certain friends will say just project on you kind of a little bit and they'll also kind of um challenge you in that same way so so you kind of have to have a friend like that so when i i know when i uh i shaved my beard and i went with a mustache Again, a lot of compliments. I, I particularly liked it, but I, had a, I have a friend that kind of makes fun of me anytime I change something about myself when I started embracing my natural curl. And that's kind of how I know I'm doing the right thing too. If he makes fun of me, but like everybody else compliments me, I don't think like, like everybody else is like wrong and he's right. I think everybody else might be right. It's kind of majority rules in that situation. Of like, well, the majority of people that look at me seem to like it. You look at me, you don't love it. Hey, that's okay. I'm okay with that. And that's what's important. And I think that's really good to embrace in people. But I, I, I like that. I like that feeling, you know? <laughs> this news, this is news to me. Sorry, Manny, I apologize. I did let him know. Pat, we all hate uh, that. <laughs> we all hate it. We're just uh, playing a trick on you and saying we like it. That's even better. Dude, then I'm not like, then you guys are so thoughtful. You're thinking of me so much so that you want like this great because, you know, I'm going to appreciate it. It's not going to kill me. I don't give a shit. Like, that's the thing is people think like um, the like people's biggest fear. I think uh, I think it's is it like the the greatest fear even before death is like public speaking. Is that? Like most, what, how do, how do I, how do I fuck why Google that? Is it like a, what is, what is the most common fear? Hmm. I think I nailed it. What is people's greatest fear? Like people's greatest, oh shit. Fear, question mark. And I, this better, yeah, there we go. We got, we got some uh, people also asked, uh, what are some of people's greatest fears, blah, blah, blah. So number one, feel, fear of failure. That is crazy. Guys, that's crazy. Ten biggest fears that hold you back from living your best life. I gave away number one automatically, so I'm, I'm terrible at lists, apparently. Um, 
but I always thought, all right, hold on. This is actually, this might be a lame list. <laughs> this might be uh, like they just asked one like housing, you know, like they just asked one like fucking HOA this like list because it's like uh, number one, fear of failure, fear of success. <laughs> what? Fear of loss. Duh. Fear of being judged. Like all these things are like, I, I understand the mindset. I understand like that feeling because I definitely have struggled with that. Um, but like after a while, you have to embrace your natural curl in every fucking way. Like that's fucking doing comedy like that. Once you start, like, it's weird that like it's kind of like once you stop caring what people think, <laughs> people start liking what you're doing. It's really weird. Hold on. Let me move this a little bit because I got to get over to the phone to move down there we go and if don't forget guys if you ever if you ever want to join in to the show uh gdp live uh if you're on instagram you can just ask to join and i'll hit the button and it's like calling in because you won't be safe you won't be saved on the video i do erase the instagram at the end so you got to catch it live and uh also um you'll your audio will be on the uh the audio only later on as well as the video on facebook and youtube so if you ever want to join in you can do that or you can pound off on youtube or instagram we got some pounding here. Original Ron, Ron Kane says, uh, people are just enjoying the sexiness you are bringing. I appreciate that, Ron. And like, and like, I feel like it's really weird to say, but I fucking feel sexy, dude. I like it. And you know what? If, if you don't think so, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Was going to say this is the uh, Seinfeld bit, but really any topic in the <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah anything just say a sentence or ask a question in the voice and it's probably already an existing bit and it's probably awesome seinfeld guys guys a wizard guys a grand wizard of comedy that's not a he probably wouldn't appreciate that also yeah that's not right he's the best what was I, I meant that honestly, you know what? I, I meant that as a Harry Potter reference, but it definitely came off Ku Klux Klan. Whoops. Sorry. Did not mean that. Do not. I hate those guys and ladies because there's ladies of the clan, too. I'm sure. That might be a funny sketch, though. Ladies of the clan uh, was going to try or was going to say uh, this is a Seinfeld. But yeah, but down at some point, what's the deal with uh, fears? Yeah. But being being afraid of like uh, so, it's uh, I was talking about I'm talking about fears obviously, but there was I had a huge um, I had like a hesitation, right? I had something I had a fear that was disguised as something else recently, and I uh, I really like had the desire to learn. Uh, I wanted to start learning like striking uh mma i wanted to learn other martial arts like boxing uh kickboxing stuff like that and uh in in that like i and i had talked to dominique about <laughs> which I, I honestly at the time i truly thought but i i think now just with even realizing my hesitation because i really had to self-assess recently and figure out why I wasn't because I had all the information. It's offered at the same gym that I already train at. Um, the people I train with are already like, I really enjoy training with the people I train with. So I want to be able to, why, why not continue the same success? Like 
uh, at the at, at least, and especially with when it's like I'm being encouraged to. So it's like okay, my uh, my instructor Jeff <laughs> is uh, my jujitsu instructor is uh, professor is like very like he was very much supportive in that and even in when i did tell him i wanted to start fighting like he was like he's like yeah absolutely and and i said he like he gave me advice he he let me know blah 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 i have some equipment let me know also some other equipment i needed to get all the information i needed the guy's information that i would need to contact to say like if i had any other questions or fear whatever it may be so but i was just i just kept hesitating it wasn't for a lack of time it wasn't anything else it was just me not uh like not going through with something that i wanted to what that i wanted to do so i uh so yesterday yeah, yeah sunday so sunday is now what i'm referring to as training day it's a day where like i want to spend most of my time not looking at my phone <laughs> focusing on uh a discipline that challenges me so something like striking was something that i i took a i took my first mma class uh yesterday and it was it was a lot of fun i got i got basically i i i even and what i had to do before taking like before even taking that step i wanted to yeah training day <laughs> it's yeah it's my tra it's my training day um Pat, uh, you and Ben, you and Ben Askren should both look uh, into striking lessons. <laughs> well, yes, that's that's true, John. I, I, by the way, there was a there was a question asked at the uh, press conference after the Whitaker and Gastelum uh, main event UFC this weekend, and they asked Robert Whitaker. Uh, he said, you know, the, did you? Oh, by the way, during your main event, your five round main event. Um, Ben Askren was knocked out in the first minute and a half of the the boxing match between him and Jake Paul. And he goes, Oh, really? And he goes, and and like the one comment, he kind of like went, hmm. And then like he said, no one saw that coming. I don't know if he was being sarcastic, but nobody laughed. And I was like, I I was I I felt like I was shouting it from mountaintops. <laughs> there was that like if you're going to Ben Askren for a boxing match, like I, I don't know why. People, I, I guess the thing is, like, I think he could have continued fighting, and I think that's part of it. I talked about it a little bit on the episode of What About with uh, Andy and Pat uh, last night, and I said, like, it's 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 a, basically the feeling I got was I don't think he can I don't think it was like him taking the shots from Robbie Lawler when he was fighting Robbie Lawler. I think he was, I think he was probably concussed. I think he's able to recover well or able to fight well while. He has a concussion like he just kind of has like i don't know if it's a chin thing i think it's just a like I, I and and the when you're seeing him fight like he's never been necessarily like someone that you would look at and go like oh my god peak you know there's plenty he's the guy's tons of the guy's been made a meme million times over and he's it's not that i'm not here to like i'm not critiquing ben Askren. i'm saying that as far as somebody who has been training boxing and somebody who like, I don't even think he, I don't know how, I'm sure he trained when he was uh, in MMA, but I don't know if he ever like actually like focused on that. And, and that's because that's not a strength. Like he, you don't in MMA, you don't have to do 
that thing. You don't have to, but like when I saw, I, I talked about, I think I, I definitely talked about it on the show, probably to a bunch of people that are, don't give a shit. But when Ben Askren fought Damian Maya and they were strictly just standing up the whole time. And I'm like, these are, these are grapplers. You're both grapplers. Just grapple. Fucking get down there and grapple. God damn it. At least ground and pound for fuck's sake. Like you can, I think you can, I think even maybe the most uh, inexperienced person can mimic a hammer fist. Like that's literally hammer. Like act like you're hammering. <laughs> act like you're ha- hammering, but like you never actually bent it. Like actually act like you're hammering a wall right here. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam. That's it. Slam fist. So I, I, I don't know. There's a, there's just a weird thing that like, but Jake Paul, but Jake Paul, excuse me. I'm getting choked up about this. Jake Paul, like has been training. I don't like, like, I don't necessarily like either one of them. I think, well, I don't mind Ben Askren. I think he's, I, I like him because he likes disc golf. That's why when I was like, I I was picking fighters when I was like, man, he, he definitely, if I'm going to try to like, I'm not a person that thinks he's like Conor McGregor. I'm, I'm, I maybe have that attitude every once in a while, but I very rarely, I don't have that confidence. I don't have the desire for the, the, the riches necessarily either. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, it's not the, it's not like that. Like they're all, it's weird because like at that level, they're all professional fighters. It's kind of like baseball players. Like it's all, then it's like personality. Then it's how, what you do with it. So like it's to say you don't like somebody. I I totally understand somebody saying they don't like somebody because of their personality, but like I would never criticize. So even Ben Askren had a like look man, his he only had like two losses in MMA. Fuck it, man. <laughs> then yeah, he's a successful fighter. I can't but that's what I was saying. When you're going into boxing, then I'm like, "No. No, 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 no." <laughs> this is strictly Kumite rules is where he's successful when he can go into the blood sport and he can say, I can take on any other kind of fighter, brawler, a fucking boxer, whatever. And all I have to do is take some damage, but get in close. And as soon as I got my arms around him, it's over. You can't do that in boxing. So it's like, then no, I don't, I don't feel confident in him winning. It's a huge payday. He, he got a, a ton of money, but I, maybe maybe that was the inspiration. I'm like, God damn it. I don't, I just don't want to get beat up like that. Like he was a professionally trained fighter that people were expecting to be successful in this fight. It's very strange. And then also uh, Andy informed me last night that people are speculating that he took a dive. Have you, have you like, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's that good of an actor. Like he got no that I will. I am not afraid of offending. Obviously, I'm not afraid of uh, offending uh, actors. I'm still waiting on the reply from Meryl Streep. Grappling on submission only. No time limit. And you tell me if it's an art form. So we can start in any position. <laughs> Balls in your court, Streep. I don't I'm not even talking about striking. I just I know that if it was I know if that if it was a mixed martial arts fight that fight would have gotten gone way different. That it's it's like that's the thing is is 
like for I think uh, Jorge Masvidal talked about it. It's so funny how much he talks about Ben Askren when he says like, "Oh, I don't need to talk about him. He's fucking nothing." Like, yeah, you can't like that knockout. Like that made Jorge like Jorge Masvidal made Jorge Masvidal, but Ben Askren has been has been, has been on the 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 losing end of that uh, of like man oh man to say like he takes losses well but like i think he probably could have continued but he would have just gotten punched a lot more i think he could just get punched a lot and take it i think that's it. that was part of his his superpowers strong strong head strong will i don't know <laughs> ron says are we talking uh meryl streep uh street fight yes meryl street fight that's fun. street fighter hey john photoshop idea street fighter <laughs> i like that thanks thanks premium ron i like that john did I say that, John? Which one did they say there? Sorry about that. Premium Ron, Ron Barindo, just gave uh, one of the best. Uh, uh, look at that. I'm trying to, I'm trying to read it. There we go. Are we talking Meryl Streep street fight? And then I just did that little thing right there and mixed it. I have a quick uh, work call. I want to call in and talk Askren. Okay, awesome. We'll we'll get back into Askren a little bit, but I'll go into maybe that's what it was. Maybe. Uh, Maybe it was kind of like, uh, he just like, he did things. Uh, there was things that I was I, like, I know that I was doing that, like just instinctually I've, I've watched from being a fan of like fighting and stuff like that. And, and not, and, and this is not like, I, I'm not at all saying that I could fight Ben Askren successfully even in a little not even a little bit i'm not i don't want any of that smoke love you too john have fun on your work call buddy come back and we'll talk as much ben Askren as you want because i have a lot more opinions on that fight but it like my own thing was when when i wanted to do um i i wanted to do like so i i had to realize why i wasn't why i actually wasn't making that call why i wasn't doing any of that and it was it was me being first of all, I had to realize like, Hey, you've never actually been in a fight, like fight fight where it was you against another person. Like even like at all. So like that realization. So then I'm like, Oh, okay. So I have no idea what to expect. This is me being afraid. I'm afraid to do that. Like it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't mean that the desire wasn't there anymore. The desire was still there. So I, I kind of had to like, I had to baby step. That's, that's my process. I feel like with a lot of things and, and luckily Dominique is, is incredibly patient and I love her. My wife is wonderful. And she, and she's very patient in the sense that she's willing to wait for me to make those incremental differences to better myself. So like th in this case, she doesn't consider me bettering. My I don't think she necessarily considers it bettering myself, but she's, she's worried about me doing it, but it's something that like, it's not like, I don't even want to say like, Oh, I needed to do it. I just really want to learn that skill. I'm, it's something that like, especially when I'm commenting on it so much, like, I feel like, like I, I want to feel like I'm, I'm, I watched it. I went back and watched, uh, I watched the Whitaker and Gaslam main event again. That was uh, that was awesome. Like anybody that wants to be introduced to a great uh, mixed martial arts fight, that's one. 
uh, I think you would really enjoy. And it's free. It's on ESPN. It was Ke- uh, Kelvin Gastelum uh, against uh, Robert the Reaper Whitaker. Awesome guy. Great personality. Love that guy, too. Another one that's like a cool dude that doesn't talk a lot of shit. He just like he's a he's a big gamer, too. Shout out to Ron. Uh, <laughs> um, I think there's I think there's like a. So I'm watching. Sorry, I watched the fight live and then I watched the fight and I was kind of and unfortunately it was late and I was dozing. That's another reason. Not a pro athlete. We all know it. Uh, just laying on the uh, couch, just kind of like dozing off during this incredible mixed martial arts fight that I rewatched today. And even after like one class, I'm like, oh, man, I get so much more out of how much better they are at it than I am and how naturally it comes. And I have so many like I get I have the same excitement I had when I started jujitsu. So I was right in knowing that I should try it. But like it's kind of it's so weird. So I don't know the I haven't been able to work out the like like the the lesson necessarily. But like there's something here where like don't stop like trying to challenge yourself because I also took a judo class yesterday was I was at the gym for like four hours yesterday. I was, I trained for, I drank 64 ounces of water and I never pissed once. And I, and, and I probably was way too dehydrated still. Like I, I trained uh, no gi jujitsu, uh, starting at 12 and I went into MMA training, uh, got punched a little bit, punched a little bit, almost, (laughs) almost headbutted somebody because again, time, that's another thing too. I think it's going to help with, uh, as of right now, self-diagnosed dyslexia that I have, it's, it's kind of a weird thing that, uh, the one, two, like the combinations and stuff like that. And the, and the movements of them, the timing is something that I, I, I think it's only going to help me in all other aspects of, of either martial arts performing in general and, and overall like mental health. It's, it's something that, the, you know, well, the punching in the head might like go back and forth, but you know, we're sparring. We're not, we're not like, you know, we're not like trying to take our heads off. Uh, the thing I realized about just taking uh, hits is once you figured out, you can take them. Uh, the fights really, the fight uh, really opens up. Yeah, exactly. Everyone needs to get uh, rocked a few times great actually you know what i i just you you just reminded me ron i wasn't technically i was in one one-on-one battle with somebody at once at one time that's saying the word one too much but you reminded me of i was a. Uh, it was after a night of karaoke at this uh gay bar in downtown st petersburg and uh it was a, a tattoo shop that we used to hang out at all the time in downtown St. Pete, where uh, for a uh, tattoo artist uh, from, uh, you might have seen him on Ink Masters a couple times. Uh, he is the tattoo artist known as Aaron Is. Uh, that's the A-A-R-O-N and then Is, the word Is. Aaron Is. He's, uh, he's a great artist. He, he did this. Uh, again, this is his early work, and I did not take care of it uh, super well, but he's, uh, he's done some of, uh, some of the work on me. I believe he did that one there. It's a couple other ones, but um, but mainly he was like he's my friend. Like we hung out at the bar, and uh, we would sing karaoke. We get pictures. We play pools. Be a lot of fun. <clears throat> and 
we would we went back to the tattoo shop and me and my buddy ben very good friend of mine ben uh down in st pete he was he was he was definitely a tough guy he had been in a lot of fights <laughs> he and i was he he actually <laughs> he also got a tattoo of me on his arm which is really strange uh because but because i like i was i was his little but i was his buddy you know like i was pat oh look at pat you know he got a little pat bat with little converse and little glasses on it <laughs> i was you know i wasn't like he didn't uh he ne- he didn't even think uh, ill of me like that but like would like obviously he could take me so i don't know we were just I, and i always like joked around with him obviously to say like you know oh yeah i could definitely kick your ass but like he would do this and then i'd play into the I'd look, we'd do bits it's, it'd be great we went back to the uh, tattoo shop and they had boxing gloves there and we each got what's up. Hey, cupcake. How's it going? I'm telling, I'm talking about the one and only like kind of fight I've ever been in. Uh, and uh, I got, we each got a, a, a glove. He went with his, I think he put on the left hand glove and I got the right hand glove. So I got my dominant hand and he got his uh, less dominant hand, I think. And I, I and I'm learning more in striking that, uh, I don't know if like you have a like you know they say oh his left is great or his left is well uh, he's got a really strong jab or whatever it is. I I had nothing I had no knowledge of any of this so, uh, we start uh, a one uh, glove boxing match we each have one, and we start we start doing that and we're you know we're we're pretty wasted, but, uh so. We start going and we're kind of going a little bit, going a little bit, going a little bit. And he goes like, he just starts like wailing on me. Like, and so much so that I start, I ball up and he goes, Oh, it's okay, buddy. But like, I hadn't, it was a cheap shot. <laughs> Let me just say that. I like, well, bam, railed up and just like whacked him right in that face and gave him a black eye, which was so awesome. That was a great feeling. Also the great form too. Like I, it actually kind of took him, took him back, but he hit me also like before that, like definitely rocked me so much so that like he did the thing where like he hit me straight in the face and, and it like just had me make a noise where it's like, like that, like, like I, I didn't voluntarily make the noise. It's like, he pushed it out of me. It was like, my head was a squeeze toy. Like he would, so like he definitely rocked me, but I just, I just balled up. And then when he was like, oh, and he was kind of like, like bent over, I just went bam and just like rocked him right in the face. That's the, like, that's the closest thing. That's the only time I've actually felt it. Like somebody punching me with it. And that was not full force. It was not him trying to beat me up. He wasn't trying to hurt me. So this was another thing where I was like, well, I want to learn how to defend myself, but also how to like properly strike. Like if, if, if ever needed, I don't, you know, it's one of those things that like, it's, it's something that, and, and being able to take more out of the sport I enjoy watching and appreciate it. Like I appreciate it so much fucking more when I see something like when it's so like I, the things I'm, I'm taught, I'm thinking like, what, why isn't he putting his hands up like this? Like, Oh, I, because it's a different style. Like Anderson Silva, like there's a, uh, the styles of boxing and stuff like that. The Thai boxing or not Thai boxing. Uh, oh, fuck. What is it? What's Manny Pacquiao? 
fuck, what is it? God damn it. <laughs> Joe Coy is also Filipino. Filipino boxing is like where like you kind of keep your hands down here. It, it's I, I I honestly I I'm fucking I I am as excited as when I started to train jujitsu and it's it's really it's interesting to me. I got punched in the face. I got punched, you know, like I got, I got taken down. I got punched in the face. I checked a kick. I, I, I successfully checked a kick. It, it's, it's crazy to know what a calf kick feels like, what a, a thigh kick feels like, whatever, like the, like any of those things where like the, the amount of, and then now that makes a lot more sense when my thigh hurts. Holy shit. I was like, Oh, it must've been all those stretches I did. No, it was because I got kicked in the fucking leg yesterday. But it, it's it's honestly it's one of the it's one of the most interesting and uh, challenging things I've done, and I'm I'm very proud of myself for overcoming a fear. I highly uh, suggest, if ever possible, try to overcome a fear, isolate a fear, and then and try to overcome it, especially if there's a desire to. I had a desire to see, to, to inform myself, uh, like of some, like a thing I really liked. It's kind of like going, I don't know, like I didn't play a lot of sports when I was younger. I didn't do a lot of things like, uh, competitively in that sense. And I don't like the competitive aspect of like comedy. I like the artistic form of comedy or talking, podcasting. I love, that's what I, that's what this was always meant to do. This was never to be, again, just me. It's you guys talking. I talk, we, we each have that, you know, going to HMAC tonight. I, I was thinking about it. I'm doing a podcast with Ian Strong tonight. Shout out to Ian Strong of Strong Words with Ian Strong. Uh, he invited me over to his house for a conversation and those end up going, uh, you know, you know, obviously it's going to be around six. So I don't know what time the mic starts, but I would I I was planning on going. Yes, and I am planning on going from now on as well. There is an open mic at HMAC. It's a lot of fun. That I love that place. It's 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 a cool place to perform. It's very interesting. Um, <clears throat> sorry. And then Premium Ron says thigh kicks hurt so bad. Yeah, but like I was like, oh okay, like it's so it's so strange to like. <laughs> like the guy, like I told the guy literally the first time I've ever done this. I've never really like it. It, it was, uh, uh, and uh, also shout out to DC, who is another person that trains uh, at the gym, who is a, uh, is a, a pro fighter, I believe semi pro fighter, like part-time pro fighter. I don't know. He's had a couple or maybe uh amateur fighter. Uh, I don't know what the actual term is, but like he was super patient and really helpful and was like, and was like very professional in the sense that like, like knowing that it was like, uh, it was a sense it was a, a, something that I had like no expectations for. I've never done something like that. I only had my made up expectations of like, is it going to hurt? Am I going to like it? Not like it, but, and maybe that's part of it too. Maybe they have, maybe that's the trick. They go like, Oh, make this one kind of easy. But I, I learned uh, how to like throw a punch properly, throw a couple different punches properly uh, as well as a knee. And like, I'm no Jorge Masvidal, but I'm just saying that if somehow it gets misconstrued where I'm talking shit about Ben Askren and he gets wind of it, I'll take the heat. 
you know, he got paid $500,000 for that fight. That's a, that's a lot of money. And I think that's basically it. I think that's where it's like, he goes, I can take damage for money. It's kind of like Steve-O. You know, <laughs> he's like, yeah, go ahead and punch me. Oh, shit, you did knock me out. Oh, son of a bitch. And he's just counting his money. You know, and I I, I brought up this scenario last night in uh, the episode. Great episode of What About with Pat and Andy. You guys should check it out. The audio only uh, episode should be out. We talked about Poison the Well. The, uh, the album is uh, Versions by the artist Poison the Well. Excuse me. Um, but I brought up the scenario of uh, could be like a dodgeball scenario where maybe uh, old Ben Askren also put $500,000 down for him to get knocked out in the first. And he was just standing, because he's just standing there. He's like this. Flat, I don't know. We'll talk, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more, John. John wants to pound off about that. And I appreciate that. Because he is not starting out white boy summer very strong. I also heard about some uh, sexual allegations against a guy, uh, that guy, Chet. Hanks, God damn it. John needs to hurry up so I can fucking take a drink. God damn it. Sorry. I hate I hate that. I was just listening to a show recently and somebody kept clearing their throat on mic or like just like over here. And they I was just like, oh, fix that fucking problem. And then also I do that. Oh, I almost did it there. But um, yeah, so Sunday now is officially training day. That's uh, where I, I just try to go to the gym. I would like to, if possible, I'm vaccinated. You know, I, I, I don't know what else to do except for just to try to get that other variant. Apparently, <laughs> I don't you know what I mean? Like, I, if I if I don't feel well, I'm not going to go. Oh, John's here. God damn it. I don't know if John is somebody who has ever fought before. But at this point, I think a lot of people are, pretty, are feeling pretty confident. Um, hey, buddy. Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? Good. Right when I was signing on, I uh, I guess at some point I set the limiter of how long I can be on Instagram. Oh, really? It's like, have you ever done that? Like the timeout, like it'll say like you spent and your hour, your allotted hour on Instagram. I set that like months ago. Every day, I just hit the ignore for a today button. <laughs> I do. And you, still, you should just go. You know what I did? Actually, after that 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 one and only episode that I had multiple Amber alerts, I fucking shut that thing off. I don't want any more emergency notifications on that son of a bitch. And 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 right after I hit that setting, I hit the thing that said uh, no more of this, and I closed out of the fucking window. I immediately got a and it was just like one last more, one more, one more for the road. Motherfucker. <laughs> it, it sucked. So I uh, uh you wanted to pound off about Ben Askren. Yeah, I mean, as the fight expert that I am, yeah, I mean I do own a punching bag as well as gloves. So, you know, kind of a boxing expert. Yeah. Um, obviously. I don't know. So I wanted to throw this theory at you, seeing as how you're, you know, well versed in contact sports and as well as wrestling this kind of feels like the pauls are almost just trying to take boxing into the idea of like sports entertainment professional wrestling yeah I, where I, yeah they're kind like because it's sorry god no no i was gonna say yeah they they kind of like it's them and like uh mike tyson is kind of doing a more legitimate kind of version it's almost like like the legends thing right yeah it's like it's like the legend series i i like that because like some i i still am on the fence and and it's so funny that dominique's here now to hear this part of it 
but I, I, I am not still convinced that I don't want to compete in mixed martial arts. Like I know not professionally, I'm not going for any fucking titles or anything like that. I'm saying, yeah, as far as like, I don't know how, where this challenge like ends. I don't want to get seriously hurt for, for any reason, but I don't think I would get seriously hurt in an amateur fight. I think that's well, the that's thing. the, tough thing too is like i'm not going against rob i feel like robbie lawler against ben askren was like that's like where like yes you're gonna get very seriously like there's no way he didn't get hurt in that fight there's no way he wasn't out he was getting just murdered with punches right directly in his goddamn face and i think he's just he's just kind of a tough regular guy and and again all due respect to ben askren world collegiate world wrestler you know uh, world million dollar champion guy but i think the the spectacle thing of it is they're trying to introduce they're trying to get back some fans that they lost to mma i think and they're trying to do it with more of a spectacle they don't have a conor mcgregor like floyd mayweather was very showy but he like yeah it wasn't like uh like that like but that was very that was an interesting fight as well this is kind of my theory is like, so if you take it back with like wrestling before there was WWF and they had all the circuits around the country at some point, wrestling was a real thing. You know what I mean? And yes, it's real now. I get it. Manny and young blood don't have to really blow me up and say it's still real to me. Yeah. But it's like, at some point it was, it was just two guys beating the hell out of each other for entertainment, but it was still a real fight. Yeah. They realized the, monetary value of hey let's still make this real but let's script it let's try to prolong our our career like that's the thing right like you're protecting which is now birthed one of the biggest you know sports entertainment industry it is the sports entertainment industry my theory is are like the pauls and these influencers almost trying to do that with boxing and then that's where the whole thing of was it scripted was it a throne fight and like you said, like uh, yeah. he's not that good of an actor. But if you look at him, like right before he got hit, he looks like he's never had training at all. Like I, the only training I have is watching YouTube videos and hitting a heavy bag in my basement. And I carry my hands a hundred times better than Ben Askren was there. Yeah, John, did you? Did you? I, I know this is. I, I I don't. I'm I'm not here to criticize. But did you happen to take my advice and watch the Damian Maya? against ben askren professional mixed martial arts ufc main event yes did you watch that uh it was a while ago you told me to watch that a while ago but i do remember watching it Uh, that's all the evidence you'll ever need that ben askren was on the wire then like yeah it's like like he retired after that fight and look man like I, i i i I don't understand why I do understand why they didn't grapple, I guess, because they're both world-class grapplers and you don't want to play to the other guy's strength, but like, it's also your strength and you got to just take the, the hit here and see who's the best grappler. Let's turn this into yeah. a grappling match. God damn it. Get down on the goddamn mat. You guys look awful right now. I'm so sorry about like, I'm so sorry to criticize professional athletes in this, this ignorant of a, of a way, but God damn it. It looked awful. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's also the conspiracy like fan in me that like there's too many things there for this Ben Askren thing for it to not look like. So like I'll go through my list in my head, like to come in that out of shape, yeah. you had one job, man. And it's, but is there also like, 
behind the scenes, is this just long booking? You know, so Jake Paul's people were like, hey, what, can you hear me? Yeah, no, again. Oh, sorry. Cut out for a second. Jake Paul's people may have been like, here's what we're going to do. Here's the storyline. You guys talk all this shit. Ben, yeah. you don't even take your shirt off in any of the pre-fight stuff. <laughs> you come in the day before and you look like a sack of shit. <laughs> then we're going to, because I mean, really all that does is it makes Jake Paul look more shredded. And the guy's already in great shape. He's got, yeah. you know, personal chefs, personal trainers, all that stuff. But he looks stupid jacked compared to Ben Askren. So there's one that's already a win for, you know, whatever he's selling. If he's selling trunks or he's selling body cologne or something. Then did you hear when the announcer mispronounced Ben Askren's name when they announced him? Really? No, I didn't hear that at I, all. My buddy pointed out. So if you go back and listen to it, he botched his name and it's like, there's two people's names you got to remember. And Ben Askren is not a hard name to pronounce. Yeah. It's so not, that also even, gets me. It's not even Benjamin Askren. It's, right. it's Ben Askren. Yeah. Then it's like in the conspiracy theory mind, is that where Jake Paul's like, hey, announcer, here's another $50,000. Dude, just say his name wrong. That's going to be hilarious. Like, it just also builds Jake Paul up further and further. My third thing is the angle that you actually, I didn't watch the actual fight just because I was like, I'm not paying for this. I tried to get the stream and I'm pretty sure I've just given all of my information <laughs> to some third world country I just, programmer. I just, I just did it to Zoom just so I can go live on Facebook. So we'll, we'll find out yeah. what happens. But the, if you look at the angle that he got punched, then go watch the behind-the-scenes stuff of when uh, Michael B. Jordan was training for Creed and taking this because they they're doing it like where it's like they're like he's like all right fake punch fake punch and then like all right rolling and he takes one and he really they said like he really did eat one he really kind of got knocked out on set. That angle is the exact same angle that if you wanted to show somebody getting knocked out but not really show the contact on their chin. It was that. So all the things it's, you know, this is my, my chemtrails in the sky. This yeah. is my, you know, yeah. jet fielders and melt steel beams boxing theory, but it, there's something there that I don't know. I don't know, man. I think honestly what happened was I think Ben Askren said, I, I don't know. I, and I don't even think it's like necessarily like, I don't feel fooled by it. Like I don't feel like somebody that was, that was tricked by like a like manipulated in that sense. I think honestly, I was just somebody who has been watching Ben Askren fight and knows that he is successful and has like super yeah. superhuman strength with his like grip and his like squeeze. His his wrestling is incredible, yeah. world class. Like I would never ever think I was ever out grapple him, but like if like give me some time, like I just took one MMA class and I'm like, I, I mean. You know, puncher's chance, you know, like, uh, who yeah. knows, you know, but there's no chance. It's still obviously, but that's one of those it's, things. I don't know. Like, it I, just I amazes me. He didn't train at all with at boxing. all. And I don't think he ever necessarily focused ne on boxing itself. Like he, uh, maybe he, he can, you know, I don't, I don't think it was ever like, he was just like, I'll grapple. If I ever get in trouble, I'll just grab him. Dude, the, the last, uh, his last Instagram post I was watching last night, Ben Askren, if you go watch it, yeah. it's one of those, uh, it's like body shaped machine where you punch wherever it lights up, uh -huh. go watch that video and watch how slow his reaction time is to, so it's a dot that drags from the middle and you got to watch it. And when it gets to whatever target, you hit that target. Oh my God. Watch how slow 
his reaction time is on this thing. And, and okay, so then that's what I'm saying is like, is he trolling the whole time? No, I think right. he's just somebody who's like, I can take some damage. I'm gonna tire him out by he's. I think he was thinking rope a dope, but he fucking just ate a. I don't know. Well, and that's my other thing too is like everyone's saying, oh, well, how are you gonna throw a boxing match? It's like it, if you're paying me that much money, it's so slow, man. It's like embarrassing, and the punches are terrible. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, guys, just watch Ben Askren box. But he's a, an incredible mixed martial art. Look, I'm not even gonna like this video. There you go, buddy. Which makes me think, like, but that's where if you are like, oh, you can't fake that. Like, you're gonna pay. How much did he end up making out of this? Well, Do we know like the number of what was actually released? Five hundred thousand. Uh, five hundred thousand uh, dollars was Ben Askren's. I, that's I, actually it. I, I thought saw, it would have been more. I saw a breakdown of it. I like it was. I think Jake Paul made like a million. I think. Uh, by the way, guys, I'm no, calling bullshit on those numbers. There's got to be so much more money that they made that's not being reported. I think he, I think he dodgeballed it. That's what I said. I think he dodgeballed it, and I think he bet on himself to lose in the first round. Knew he was, he he could, and, and like maybe he's like, hey, if I get rocked enough, I'll get. I, it's like worst case scenario. I think he's a guy who is uh, right now. He has he hosts a uh, po- a podcast about like uh, Bitcoin and shit like that. And, and 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 like he, I think he's just a guy who is like, is like a, a smart investor that was like, hey, if I take five hundred thousand dollars to get like knocked out in the first round, where he was rocked for sure, gets yeah. up and goes like, no, I'm good. I think he he's just tough. I think he got right up. Like I, yeah, like, uh, his leg, dude. When when everyone's like, he could have kept going. The next punch would have crippled him because. He, he was the, the lean on the ref. You're like, oh no, he's good. He's getting his feet back. And as soon as the ref steps back, he's like, whoa, 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 where are you going? Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, and he's like, are, he's like, I'm, am I ready to go or something like that? Like, I think I think he said like, are we ready to start? I think that's what he said. And he's like, what's for breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, I I don't know if he can actually. So wait, what John? Uh, what Ron say here? Uh, it. It's a bull market. Uh, dips are normal. Hold your <laughs> coins. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think he's just somebody who's like, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the bet essentially, and know yeah. that like this guy is gonna crush me, or I can take the abuse. Like he might have bet like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for himself to get knocked out. He might have done that even. You know. Like- yeah. For it to only go a minute, something that's where you also think like, oh, this guy definitely bet. He put a parlay in there. Like one, the announcer's going to get my name wrong. That's the yeah. weird prop bet. <laughs> two, I'm going to get knocked down the first round. Three, it's going to be under twenty or under two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> like- <laughs> I, I will say that that most people in uh, MMA, including uh, Jorge Masvidal, are were saying like, like uh, what's his face, Robert Whitaker in the uh, press post fight press conference was like he was. They told him about that. And he's like, wow, you know. Uh, he's like. Uh, He's like, uh, that's, you know, that's got a shot. He's like, that surprises a lot of people or something like that. And like, and I was thinking like, no, but then you go, they go, would you fight Jake Paul for $500,000? And he's like, I'd do it for half. He's like, yeah, I'd do it for much less than that. Like, yeah, because I would crush him like that. Right. The thing is like, if if it was because he just pieced up, I mean, not pieced up, he just fought. Uh, like another world-class fighter in Kelvin Gastelum who can, he's like, he's like, he can, for every punch I gave him, he just ran towards me and he hits like a fucking truck the whole time. Yeah. So he's like, like that's, if, if it was Jake Paul against uh, either one of those main event people, like then yeah, absolutely. They would 
crush him. And I would bet right. all of my money that he wouldn't even stand like 30 seconds. Like, it, like they would just swarm him and just piece him up and he'd be out. Well, what sucks now too is like now uh, Jake Paul's calling out actual boxers. Like he called out Tyson Fury's little brother, Tommy Fury, which that sounds like a made up person to me. <laughs> Tommy Fury. <laughs> That's Tommy Gunn and Tyson Fury. They're like, call him Tommy Fury. Tommy be a Fury. new character. No, I, I will tell this. I'll, I'll say this. I wasn't so much disturbed by the fight or the call outs. Like I want him to fight more legitimate fighters. I do. Well, I do too. Well, because now what's going to suck is like, <laughs> what if he does fight? So Tommy Fury is an actual boxer. Yeah. What if he does fight Tommy Fury and wins? <laughs> and we're just like, God damn it. All right. We're all idiots. Yeah. No, then, then you're like, wow, he's a, he's a legit boxer. He can keep going. Like, it, it, yeah. It's also win win for the Paul family too, because it's like he could keep calling people out, dodge people, and it's just more and more eyes on him. Yeah. And then they're like, hey, here's my brother at WrestleMania. You know, he's probably going to be doing something WWE for a while now, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same idea. They're, they're like, and people think that if he loses, that he's going to go away. That's not what happens. Colby Covington has lost fights as well. And he yeah. doesn't go anywhere. They're, they're, well, it's win. Yeah. Like obnoxious. I said, it's win win. If he loses to a guy like Tommy Fury, he's like, okay, now this is my story and my journey of, you at least see me as I fought a real boxer. Now he'll probably, then he would probably fight somebody lower level right. and work his way up. I just think it's hilarious in some crazy alternate universe. What if fucking Jake Paul just works up to being like the next greatest boxer of all time? I hate it so much. I also am amazed that this guy's only 24. I'm just seeing that on an article. Oh, I didn't know that. I forget how old I am. I'm like, yeah. oh, this guy's like two years younger than me. Yeah. I, again, the main, the person I was just talking about, Robert Whitaker, uh, is like 30 years old. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, I, I hope he just keeps calling out like famous people's brothers. So, yeah. Why not? Like, just on, on anything like Ryan Seacrest's younger brother. Like, you think you can host a show better than me? Hey, Chris Seacrest, I want to see <laughs> you in the ring or call out Mer Meryl Streep like I did. But Meryl Streep's sister, Cheryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> oh how inventive no they they did <laughs> they did a thing where um they uh i i i would say that if i i wasn't disturbed by like the call outs the the event itself or whatever except for the fact that like i'm so much less charmed by pete davidson than i think everybody else in the world and i feel like the odd man out but i hate to hear i what does what is pete davidson yeah what is he well what's what's is, tough is like is he so many comic? comics i a, love does he have a special does, does, <clears throat> he has a few does he really pete davidson have a special? yeah really he has a, he has one that's smd and it's his dad's initials but it's also suck my dick i thought that was amazing <laughs> really yeah he's got like two or three specials one is very bad he has a, a one that was on his most recent one it's Terrible. But then he has one, I think it was a Comedy Central special. It was actually pretty good. And that's what's tough is like all my favorite comics, like all the New York guys, like Big J Okerson, Dan Soder, they all love and co-sign Pete Davidson. So I'm always in that camp too of like, who is he? But then they're like, look, this guy's been hilarious since he was coming to the cellar at 16. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I don't know what it is about him. Like, I was so like... Like I was so irritated that he was fucking there, and like I know he brought it up. Like he was like a like a he was like a not a like he was doing 
he was at the commentary table for the fucking main event. Or I don't know for all the fights or anything like that. And him and Snoop Dogg, both of them having people that don't actually like maybe they're fans of it. Like I believe Snoop Dogg's a fan of if you listen to him, he's a fan of betting on boxing. Yeah, but like, yeah, Snoop Dogg is the same commentary that like if you and your friends are sitting around, yeah, it's just oh shit and oh my god. <laughs> that's not that's not as interesting to me to hear like I would like give me some insight. Like like Pete Davidson's just kind of roasting Ben Askren, like like I don't, but that's what it is. I mean, Pete Davidson and Jake Paul essentially probably have the same fan base. You know what I mean? But it's so it's already such a spectacle. Why do you also need like super like I, I don't understand the appeal of having people that aren't even necessarily fight fans. I feel like Pete Davidson was there to roast that event to say like, you yeah, know what I mean? like what I blah, like what the fuck? Yeah. Dude, so like, now it's just they're just mixing as many entertainments as they can so it's roast battle it's boxing yeah it's rap it's snoop dog it's that, and that's what i'm saying is is i i don't know and, and that just that's me i know obviously very little if nothing about pete davidson and that's a, that's on me but i just i just didn't know like i every time i've seen him i saw him actually in the cellar once i when i was at uh there visiting obviously <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, on the list, but they, yeah, they had to close like, before they like, got guys, to me. Come on, can I like can we swap spots or something? I got bumped for somebody. I had this 4 a.m. slot and they were like, we close it too. And I was like, please, can I just go up there? I'll break in if you don't let me. Uh but no, he he, he and it like I I now that I, I remember him at the cellar, but I don't warm I didn't remember him actually putting out any specials or anything like that. I never like I Yeah, I mean they're they're I just good. Didn't follow they're, they're nothing you're not gonna be like this is but you know him, my new groundbreaking thing but like uh, like uh somebody like jim norton is a comedian who is also like a really big ufc fan and is also knowledgeable in the thing like he know like right he's a funny person joe rogan is the perfect example he's a prime example who is a stand oh is he involved in mma <laughs> he's he's somebody who's not only trained it but also uh, uh done it uh i believe professionally like a champion and also uh, is a stand-up comedian. Also, somebody who I don't necessarily love their stand-up comedy. Look at that. But he's a funny yeah. guy who is a big fan of MMA. He's knowledgeable in MMA. It's the same thing. Why There are funny people who are fans of boxing. Why do you have to get the guy who's funny not a fan of boxing? I think it's also... It, this is like... This is the epitome of like a TikTok culture event. And yeah. it's short attention span. It's... Nothing makes sense. Like... N- a doesn't coincide with B and it's like, there's no reason or rhyme behind it. And it really could just be a generational thing where we're just used to, like you said, somebody like Rogan, who is funny, knows his shit and is great on color. Yeah. That's more of like our generation. We want to say is used to that. The TikToking of everything is just like, let's throw flashy music and colors and anyone we can get at it. That yeah. being said, we're going to have a bunch of random people on Hacks season two. This yeah. Pete Davidson, episode seven. Uh, Ron, uh, Premium Ron was bringing up the fact that, uh, like, he's probably actually kind of like a nice person, like, in real. And, and I'm not oh, saying yeah. this to criticize. I'm not saying anything. I, I don't want it to say to sound like that. I don't. I, I didn't know. I meant when I when I said, what, what is he? 
I meant like is like as far as like his profession. Is he I, I liked the King of Satin Island. I liked that movie a lot. Yeah. But I don't I, I didn't love him as a character. And from what I understand, he was kind of just playing himself. No, it's funny is I'm really starting to think about this. You and I are criticizing a sporting event where they take people that know nothing about the sporting event and throw them into it for entertainment purpose, which is exactly what we did with hacks. <laughs> oh no. No, no, no. As commentary on commentary. If if it was Pete Davidson against Snoop Dogg, I would be like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> yeah, true. Let true. me see that. If I would, I would, I would be okay with, like, but the fact that they were trying to say that that was an equal matchup as far as uh, the the fight with Ben Askren, I was more yeah. interested in the fact that Frank Mir was uh, boxing, I believe, another a person who was actually a boxer. Yeah, uh, and, and I didn't see that, but but that's what I'm saying is like they had the same commentary team for that fight. Like that's yeah. something I'm interested in seeing. Frank Mir was a fighter that I enjoyed watching and, and you have seen something like that. And another uh, guy who specialized in grappling, but he's somebody who beat Brock Lesnar in an MMA fight. Wouldn't you want to well, say, also, I'm going to win over that guy? I mean, when you're thinking about it, like Jake Paul, and I think it's Triller is the ones that put this fight on, right? They're like the big, is what, that the name of it? What is it? Triller is the fight promotion, I think, that I think, did it. I think so, yeah. So when you think about it, he's working with them. If I'm Jake Paul... And I'm Triller, I don't want somebody that's very knowledgeable about boxing commentating that because all they're going to do is point out how much of a boxer I'm not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, think about it. You get, like, Freddie Roach in there. Oh. <laughs> well, Freddie Roach might not be. He's like, him, oh, but... Jake, he'd probably say, Jake Paul swinging wildly, coming out, you know, like one of those things. I'm like, he's not, no technique, just running at him. Just oh, running. that's what I want. I want an old-timey announcer. Yeah, it's like, no, I got a real Donnie broken here. <laughs> yeah, I want either that or uh, what is that another thing? Uh, like uh, that was that was one funny uh, uh, insight that I enjoyed from Pete Davidson was like because now the whole fight's just free on YouTube now. It's just yeah, it's just up there and it's like one of the, I and they made their money. They they don't care anymore. It's it's a uh, he was like he does have he's fighting with that old timey site because he was just like this. Yeah, and he's just standing there. The and he's fighting like, Irish style. He's like just turning when <laughs> wherever he was moving. So like. I, even I know, like, dude, you gotta move a little bit, bro. Like, I always so, think about that when you look at the fighting Irish thing. If you just punch the front fist, it punches the second right. fist directly into the face. And you have two punch, and you hurt your knuckles here. You're like triple punch. Ouch! So I, I quit hitting yourself. So there's a uh, there's like a there's a level of there's I have notes like it's not that far off of being I have no problem there being celebrity spectacle boxing that's so fun. yeah I'm totally okay with that but and I, what's but crazy is boxing celebrity people. boxing used to be like the bar like I'm pretty sure Dustin Diamond Screech fought somebody at like this shithole bar rest in peace that uh has since been torn down not far from me in South Jersey he fought someone there really like oh, in a celebrity boxing match oh in a celebrity oh yeah 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 I remember that yeah. So it's come from being shitty bar stuff and South Jersey bars and wherever to. But that's the compelling part. That's the compelling part of of the whole entire thing because I do remember that they did have like a celebrity. It's like a like, circuit. Like yeah, it was like they went around for like uh, wasn't like Jimmy Walker in it as well. Yeah, Tanya Harding was like the Tanya huge Harding. draw. She was the main event for a while, she and it was like, like Tanya Harding versus like. The Octomom or something like that. She was like, <laughs> she was like Tanya uh, Paul. Like you know, she was like, she was a natural at that. Yeah, you know what I mean, there, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with a spectacle, but make it a, a boxing spectacle 
that celebrities are in. Have, bring them right. into that world. Don't have this whole big stupid robot r- walking around and like. Did, was that like a? Were they trying to rip off the NFL there? <laughs> I think it. I think they just got like the NFL robot and replaced they, they a Jake the, Paul they head the on actor it. Actor that played the robot. <laughs> you see, I mean, he's out of work currently. The NFL is not in season, so. <laughs> and he just started like running in place. Like I was like, why do they have a robot? So uh, I, I, I wasn't as interested in like watching it live. I was way more interested in the free professional fighters fighting on espn which was uh again robert like dude that was that was an excellent fight uh he is much improved but i don't think that i think that the best point you've made here and no offense to any of the other points you made was the fact that having that commentary that you answered asked and fucking answered john you are god what i'm here for is the fact that why would you have pete davidson and snoop dogg on commentary because they're not real boxers so you don't want to have them talking about uh, how fucking shitty their technique is, win or lose. Right. That is right. so brilliant. And hey. it's perfectly set up. And you're absolutely right. This is I don't know if this is a comparison that uh, uh, Ron meant, but it is much like the Car- uh, Kardashians. They're like building this perfectly. This foundation. Oh, yeah. Because like, isn't the other Paul brother fighting uh, Mayweather? I don't know. That's like every day it's i think they have something signed but it was like mayweather was like we'll do something like he's gonna he's gonna crush him he's gonna i'd rather see like these guys compete and like they don't seem smart so i want to see them both compete in like jeopardy something yeah. knowledge based yeah, yeah. that'd be good gotta bounce hell yeah ron thanks, uh, thanks i think i gotta get out great. too so i'm gonna get on top of you telling me my points are flawless and oh. cannot be contested not one contestant i'm gonna hang all. up on you now Please, ah. understand this okay see you buddy it won't let you hang up on people anymore i don't understand that but uh yeah i i i i'm never going to say i could i could do better <laughs> because i i i know that but it just kind of I think that was that's the point I'm trying to make is the fact that it kind of just looked like if I was in there with somebody who had been training uh, and very, very ra- raring to go. Also, any is there any kind of P-test? Hmm? You know, we don't know if there's any if there's any juicing happening. Uh, but, yeah, there is a there's definitely a an element of. Uh, of like the, the, I got notes, basically, I'm not against it. Uh, it'd be interesting. I mean, like he's pretty, he's, I mean, he's done the training. He did all this stuff. I don't know how disciplined he was really. Jake Paul was, he looked more disciplined than Ben Askren was. And as far as his training, uh, and also it was a very short fight. He didn't seem to take too much damage. He should be able to hop back in the ring. Uh, the anytime soon squared circle, huh? Should be able to get back in there and get back on it. So Whoever, if he's if he's asking for uh, whoever the uh, Fury guy is, that's cool. Go for it. Let's do it. Whew. I'm down for it. I probably won't pay for that one either. But Ben Askren, like if you're if you're feeling uh, if you're on a high from from doing that to Ben Askren, I, I don't I don't know. Uh, let's just say I don't in in closing. <laughs> I don't think Jake Paul is any uh, Jorge Masvidal. And that's no disrespect to any of uh, any of the people. Uh, 
there was also another thing that we watched this weekend that I very much enjoyed. And the other vein of sports that I enjoy, and Dominique as well, uh, we watched uh, the Mighty Ducks show. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Fucking good. Guys, it's a good fucking show. It, it's, not, it's not just a good fora. It's a good fucking show. <laughs> it's just, it, I don't know if it's a... Uh, it's kind of just it's kind of almost like sitcom. It's kind of uh ABC family feel. It's definitely it's got the it's got a Disney movie feel for sure. I kind of feel what Disney Plus is doing is is brilliant because I f- I have a feeling that these were all probably meant to be sh- uh movies. I've said it before, I'll say it again, damn it. A lot of the uh uh Marvel, uh, the WandaVision, the other ones. I think these were all things that were planning on being uh, movies. I truly believe that because that's kind of how they play out. There's there was probably edits made or maybe maybe in the middle of production. They even said, like, oh, you know, we might have to do this or we want more content, original content for this uh, because they're they already took all the properties, all the Marvel shit and everything, put it behind Disney Plus. But all the new stuff they're putting out, I think is I'm I'm really enjoying it. God damn it, the Mandalorian was great. Why wouldn't you? I, I don't understand that. I think it's just the production studio. Disney production studio is probably putting money type uh budgets onto these shows. So like that's what you really like, the fact that they're putting uh money and effort into it. Having John Favreau involved in Star Wars is fucking brilliant. Having Shows like Marvel shows, Mandalorian is so fucking cool. God damn it. I just think, I think it's really interesting that the Mighty Ducks uh, game changers is essentially just the Mighty Ducks. It's they're kind of Cobra Kaiing it. The Mighty Ducks now are the villains, and uh, they're got to do a new, a new ducks. <laughs> they got to do uh, whatever they're going to be. I don't know if that's. We just watched the first episode. Very enjoyable. Uh, you got your funny kid. You got your fat kid. You got your weird kid. You got your... It's great. Ragtag. Any any vein... Any... uh, Not vein. Any uh, style movie like that. The little kid. Uh, ragtag. Group of... Uh, like, it's just... You got your bad news bears. Little giants. Anybody remember that, sh- that movie? Great fucking movie. I wonder if that holds up. Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill were the coaches. Okay, I don't know math, guys. Remember that off the top of my head. Love that movie. Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks 2. Clack. It has a very... I just realized that. It has a very Cobra Kai feel to it. And may, maybe... And it's like a professional. Like Cobra Kai started out, I believe, on YouTube Red. So that like there wasn't a uh, or maybe it was Amazon Prime. <laughs> I might be downgrading it. Is that a downgrade? It's probably a downgrade. Uh, it's just it's just a great show. I it, It's like a so uh, hold on. I want to give the actual it's cool because it's it's very much cartoon. They're not like uh, hammering it down. Actually, this might this might uh, uh, go to the contrary of what I was saying about it being originally shot as a movie instead of uh, a show because pretty quickly into the show, there's like a, 
there's like a actually you know what it's still it's still the thing where coach bombay just doesn't want to have anything to do with hockey it's it's just mighty ducks again <laughs> so it's a uh, there's there's a uh, you know coach uh, bombay that guy he owns a ice rink this time uh oh and now hold on i want to actually get the synapses here hold on mighty ducks this now this movie inspired a hockey team, right? Game changers. There we go. IMDb. Come on now. Go here. All right. So, uh, da -da. uh, after failing to make the cut, uh, to join the new, uh, the now powerhouse, uh, Mighty Ducks junior hockey team, twelve-year-old Evan's mother encourages him to form his new, uh, a new team of underdogs with help from Gordon Bombay, the Ducks original coach. So uh, actually, I wonder what this is rated at. 7.7. .7. All right. Out of 10. Should I rate it? I'll rate it too. 10 stars. I just want to skew it. Nope. Now they need me to sign in. Not going to do it. All right. But uh, what's that little kid's name? Damn it. His little sidekick. This kid. Maxwell Simpkins. God damn it, this kid is fucking delightful. I don't know what else he's he's been in, but he's fucking funny as shit. Sleepover. Henry, yeah, a lot of looks like just like kids shit. This kid, breakout star. Like, god damn it. We, we were just talking. I, I I don't know why. Actually, this is pretty funny. I wish John I, I wish John was still around uh pounding off here, but uh this is I need this kid to be okay. <laughs> This kid cannot turn out to be like a, a child star like everybody else, but he's a, uh, he plays uh hold on. Let me go back here. Oh, now Simpkins. There he is. Nick Gans. He's a little podcaster. He's got a little lisp. Cute little kid. Don't normally say that, but God damn it. That kid is awesome. He's hilarious. Cute in the sense of like charming. Love that kid very like it's so i think they're they say 10 episodes uh all together so 10 so 10 half hours so about five hours so yeah it's about they probably shot a movie's length worth of shit and then cut it down oh hey john oh hey john we need that kid simpkins to be okay okay we need to protect him we can't have him boxing people in bars down the street from your house maxwell simpkins hilarious John, I highly suggest you in particular, you and your wife would probably it, like uh, thoroughly enjoy. I don't know if you actually like that. I don't know if it's meant for kids, but the Mighty Ducks Game Changers, very enjoyable. And not just in a nostalgic way. Uh, Emilio, it's good to see Emilio Estevez. Uh, there's a weird angle that they seem to be going with from what I've noticed already is him being kind of this guy who just eats the uh, shitty food all the time. I feel like there's going to be, so that's what makes me feel like it's a, a, a life lesson of like, yeah, when you eat terrible food and stuff like that, it'll make you feel bad. They aren't really hammering home too much of the everybody's in, uh, allowed or everybody's invited. Like they're just saying like, yeah, you're a fat kid, but you can be the goalie. You're really good at uh, reflexes. Find your strengths. It's like good messages too. So it makes me feel like I Dom and I like, ah, oh, God damn it. We just eat that shit up, man. 
we're into it. That's shows that we like. Not not like where it's like hammering at home, like after school special style, but when they're like can can sneak in a good message like that, or like a uh, everybody's invited, everybody's allowed to do this. Because like truly, like the shit, uh, like they do the they do the angle that I don't really like. It seems really lazy, and it seems like people my age or older writing for or maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm off base i don't know but when they do the thing the angle of like the mom having a blow up or the parent having a blow up that goes viral and it like makes the kid embarrassed at school like they i feel like they do that a lot and like it just seems very lazy i don't know but the 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 i like that the kid like man the first fucking episode what's going on ian ian strong's here goldberg went to yeah, he went to direct porn. Yeah, yeah. On to direct porn. Sorry. Goldberg got fucked up for a while. Goldberg was fucked up for a while. And then he came back. He's back now. He's doing better. And you know what? I wonder if Disney had something to do with that a little bit. Like, kind of like, hey, man, we're going to be doing this reboot. People are going to be Googling people. They're going to be doing a where are they now? Let's fucking shape up, huh? When they introduced the reverse retro jerseys for uh, the um, Mighty Ducks, I believe, or for the Ducks. I want to find out that. I got to find that out. I, I'm pretty sure the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim Ducks. I want to find out. Yeah, I know I didn't spell Anaheim right. <laughs> Duh. History. Let's go here to Wikipedia. Uh, the Anaheim Ducks are a professional ice hockey team based uh, in Anaheim, California. Now, if I remember correctly, they are they were born of the movie. The movie, the property was like, hey, this movie was so successful. Let's start a real live California hockey team named after the movie. Uh, but let me double check. That's what I'm double checking right now. So I wanted to say that on record before I actually uh, continued reading, just in case I am right. Uh, the club was founded in 1993 by the Walt Disney Company as the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. See, that's even how I was. Uh, see, that's how you know I'm not lying. So I was going to say I was going to say that Anaheim. I don't even know how I actually spelled it. I'll I'll back up to actually give you the, the what I said, um, but. It was the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, a name based on the 1992 film, The Mighty Ducks. Disney sold the franchise in 2005 to Henry and Susan uh, Samuel, S-A-M-U-E-L-I, Samuel, I don't know, uh, who, along uh, with the general manager, Brian Burke, changed the name of the team to the Anaheim Ducks before 2006-7 season, sorry. Uh, the Ducks have qualified to play in the Stanley Cup playoff. Yeah, we know that 14 times. And they've also won one Stanley Cup. Uh, Anaheim uh, are Disney owned. Yes, uh, the movie was first. Uh, the Pond is such an incredible name for their arena. The Pond. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right? Isn't that fucking perfect because of the Ducks? It's so good. Um, but no, the um so yeah the the anaheim ducks uh were born and honestly and they could have been a fucking washed up bullshit team but they ended up turning out to be a legit team but 
when they introduced the reverse retro jerseys, which were the throwback, which is actually what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my the reverse retro uh, T-shirt, Nikita Kucherov player T-shirt. There we go. And uh, um, when they introduced those, they had some of, I think they had Goldberg and I'm sure some of those other kids are going to be in it as well. Probably some of these probably featuring because they probably they want to have them you know like hey let's give you another credit let's come on come on up here come on with your guest star in this here disney show but clean up your act goldberg pretty good ratings too 7.7 7.8 8.0 i i highly suggest the mighty ducks colon game changers not just for nostalgic purposes because there were only one episode in and i and really, honestly, how, how good is the, uh, of a suggestion is that to say uh, you should really watch this uh, show? I've seen one episode. But one episode in, I'm fucking hooked. I like it. Perfect mix of, like, positive message, uh, funny kids. I love a funny kid, man. Funny, clean kid is always enjoyable. But I, I do like a kid that curses. That's, that's always fun. I went to the Ducks. Uh, I want a Ducks jersey that says cake eater on the back. <laughs> so, yeah, he's I, I wonder if there's going to be like a positive message of like, if you eat right and you, and you take your vitamins and blah, 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 you can do this and stop eating junk food, kids. You should it'll help your outlook. And there's lots of good stuff there. He has a big cake. He eats a cake, birthday cake. Love it. Watch the, at least the first episode. Give it a shot. If you have Disney Plus, give it a shot now. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> hold on. We finished watching The Serpent as well. That was like, turns out, I, I said in the last one, uh, uh, the last episode, I don't know if we had finished it at that point, but very enjoyable. I wish Charles was around to talk about it as well. Hopefully, we'll, I'll probably see him at the mic today. That's what he's talking about. Talk about The Serpent. Uh, same old, same old. Serial killers are always the same. They got bad relationships with their mamas. It's weird. And not like bad, like, not like, oh, you, you know, this or that. Like, you have tiffs or maybe disagreements. Like, there's, like, deep-rooted <laughs> resentment and weird shit. So, like, just, you know, John, give the missus a little note. Try to have a, well, actually, not a lot of not a, I don't know about girls, uh, lady serial killers, uh, as far as girl serial killers, you know, girl serial killers, um, but uh, lady serial killers, if I may. I don't know what their relationships are as far as that stuff, but women are, are more versatile with, uh, um, let's say, uh, weird conflicting relationships. There's a lot of times they're uh, they rebound well. Uh, men seem to. Uh, either become serial killers or just very resentful people. So in most cases, as far as like a, a, a relationships of that manner, but I love any, like any, uh, just, I, I like the story. I don't know. They, it was made to, it made you think that this guy was, you know, Mr. Smooth talker, but everybody's just talking shit about him the whole time. I've heard people talk about that uh, before where they they hate that, like, they kind of seem to, like, I don't think 
I can't. I'm trying to think of the word like hold up the the serial killer like as a celebrity or as like a cool guy or like, you know, like funny or I, I, it's weird. I don't know. They kind of they. I think people criticize the Ted Bundy movie that um that beautiful man was in. What was his name? What's that beautiful man? Zach Efron. He played like Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Was it Ted Bundy? I need Google. Hold on now. Zach Efron. You know it. You know exactly what I'm talking about, Google. Let's look up his IMDb. He played somebody, and they were like, you know, like, yeah, you made him, like, gorgeous. And <laughs> he, I don't, he was a good-looking dude, but, like, Jesus Christ. He's killing a Zach Efron. Oh, no. Uh, oh, that's a pre-production. He couldn't have been too far down, right? I want to find, oh, here it is. The great, nope. Extremely, yeah, he was Ted Bundy and extremely wicked, uh, comma, shockingly evil and vile. Good, it's a good movie, but it's still, it was kind of like a, it was more Hollywoody. This kind of seemed more like, uh, again, he was like, like cool dude going around at Lane, killing a bunch of hippies, stealing from them, but then it all comes down to his relationship with his mama. Uh, Charlie's one. Yeah, there's that one. That's the thing. Anytime I say lady serial killers, that's the only one people can can like really come up with right away. I guess technically, if you watch the movie, uh, the show Serpent, uh, the Serpent on uh, Netflix, I guess technically, if you're an accomplice to a serial killer, does that make does that count at all? But it wasn't really her motivation. She wouldn't have killed if 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 he wasn't. I don't think she was just manipulated into being like like helping in that sense so but also but then continue the relationship you got to watch the show it's a great show uh highly suggested suggested to me by uh by somebody who criticizes us of our arby's eating uh ian but sir charles baynard himself suggested that movie direct or that show directly and like he couldn't have been more spot on we fucking love that show the serpent on netflix is fucking great i highly suggest it uh, I, I I know I probably talked about that. I just wanted to make sure. I, I don't know if I erased it from my notes and maybe, or I mean, sorry, didn't erase it from my notes or if I added it after the fact to make sure that that was a point I wanted to talk about, but I had it here on my list. So I wanted to make sure of that. Um, and then also it's a good thing Ian's here actually, because uh, I wanted to talk about that too. Uh, uh, Ian invited me to uh, be on a, a guest on his podcast. And I am very grateful for that. We're going to be recording it today. And to be honest, a lot of people out there have podcasts. I don't take it personally that you didn't ask me to produce them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably priced, I feel. But I, I don't take any offense by that. If you can do it on your own, I support people. If you're, if you're motivated to podcast, to do it. The one thing that does kind of bother me is the fact that other people didn't ask me to be on. Nobody ever asked me to be on their podcast. And to be frank, I'm way better at it than most of you. You should, you should want to have me. I'm very delightful, super charming, and I'm not going to kill you. You know, I'm not a serial killer, but I feel, unless I'm completely off base, guys, why wouldn't you have me on your podcast? So this is an open invitation for me to be on your podcast as a very special guest. We can do Zoom. I, pr- I could probably do it in person too. You know, I can travel. Hey, 
these these legs they aren't painted on <laughs> i can move baby i don't just i don't just turn the camera off and then just sit here you know i can move baby so i'm putting out there maybe it's people going like pat probably doesn't want to do podcasts of course i do that's all i fucking do man so like you know let's do it that's what that's why i do it like this that's why i do gdp like this i do gdp live like this so we can talk <laughs> so it's like a talk it's like a podcast with other people i i never intended gdp ever to be a solo podcast even in fact even early on i did a i did a show uh my a buddy of mine the, that i co-host uh what about with uh andy malafarina used to do a show called uh the dope show and he used to do it an hour or more exclusively by himself. Now he streams a lot and he talks, uh, you know, he does it already. Like he does a lot like this, but he doesn't, he doesn't have the thing where you can add, you can, you can, you know, you can comment, obviously you can pound off in the comments, but he doesn't do the Instagram thing where you can call in and everything. But that's, that's kind of what it is. It's like you come, you join in, then we're doing a podcast together. It's like literally that easy. It's also a good exercise for a lot of comics. I highly suggest the medium. But if you're going to do it, come on, man. Ask your boy. I'm right here. I got the set. I even have this whole setup. So if you do it over Zoom, I'm right here. I have been asked before. And then when I go, oh, yeah, so when should we do it? It's like no follow through. Guys, like, let's do it. Let's podcast together, huh? I got, uh, I got some pound in here, guys, huh? Let's hold on. Damn it. Ian says, oh, wait, no. Uh, John says Charlie's uh, best role was playing the adult idiot on Arrested Development. That was very funny, actually. It's a good point, John. <laughs> John Montag, pounding hard. I like that. Uh, Ian says, uh, this will be your second appearance, but first solo. I'm excited. I, I do agree with that. I'm just as excited, if not more. Uh, Ian, I almost called you a John. I apologize. How dare I? Uh, Ian continues and says, I take a lot of pride in uh, producing my own show. Yeah, no, I, that's, not the, that's not the true criticism. I, I, I am I'm here to help if, if possible. But I also, you know, I'd like to do it for money. <laughs> but that's not, that's not the point. If you're podcasting, baby, like, let's do it, man. Let's talk. Let's podcast. Come on. I asked to be on uh, uh, my, wait, hold on. I asked you to be on my golf cast. Now you're the CFO, CMO, GMO, and OPP. Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't mean to take over all shows. Uh, that was not my intention, John. I, I wanted to be on your show. Uh, oh, no, is that true? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? That's actually a really good point. I'm going to take what you said there. And I'm going to take it with the best of intentions and say, yes, if we do a show together, maybe I will become the producer. Maybe I'll get so inspired and it'll be one of those things about, wait, wait a minute. This is the final piece of the puzzle. Oh, maybe a eventual third mic, huh? There's some podcasts I produce. I'm on mic. Some podcasts I produce and I'm not on mic. I'm open to either, baby. I'm here to, to help the motivated podcast whether it be by, uh, by joining in as a guest, giving insight, perspective, uh, per <laughs> if I could say it, perspective. I can't say it. I promise I could talk well. 
I'm just closing in on the, the second hour of streaming and I am fucking hungry as shit. I felt like I could not eat enough yesterday. That's going to be something about my, my training day that I'm going, I'm going to enjoy is finding the, the, the point of like, of how long I train, how much water I, I can keep in my body at the same time of like afterwards, like how, like how tired can I get to keep me from eating so much garbage? I ate pretty well yesterday. I wait, hold on. Let me remember. I had a Euro and a salad, some French fries, not a lot, some. And then for dinner, I had a, uh, a poke bowl, not like a poke ball, poke bowl. And that's, uh, that's, you know, it's kind of like a sushi bowl. It's pretty good. I highly suggest it. Have you ever seen one? Eh, read the reviews. <laughs> Make sure it's okay. Because it is a lot of times raw fish. Like that's, but then like, not like, I'm, then I'm just like, I felt like my stomach almost immediately began rumbling. Like right as I was going to bed. So that's also, that's also partial dehydration. And my piss stunk. You don't need to know that, obviously. We're 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 open here on GDP. You know, we try to keep it, we try to keep it loose. But I I try, I, and also no pee break because like that's that's part of it. Like I I, I have not put enough uh, 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 sustenance and and water if that's included in sustenance. I don't know hydration in my body. But I am I am excited the fact that I I still. Uh, I, I, I feel like I just can't eat enough. So I'm going to eat a whole fucking pizza. I'm going to eat the rest of the salad that I didn't finish with my Euro yesterday. Probably eat the rest of those French fries. And I don't know what else. And, and then eventually edit, you know. But I'm, I'm coming up on the, you know, it's tiring. It takes a lot of the brain. I didn't take any, you know, I didn't take any Ben Askren type hits this weekend. But I did take it, you know, it was fun. It's weird to say it's it was fun getting punched in the face, um, but I, I I don't think I, I it's one of the it's one of those things that like it's just it's really cool. I wish I had started earlier. I wish I had, uh, but I I wasn't I wasn't even clear why I wanted to do it. So if if you are scared of some, try to isolate. Try to find out what you're fucking scared of, and and not that you should always just do like fucking exposure therapy and just be like, I'm scared of spiders. So I'm just going to go find a fucking spider. <laughs> Not like that. Like, like weird stuff, like find out what, like, why was I, I was trying to figure out why I was, I was nervous about it. I figured out like, Oh yeah, because you're scared. Cause you haven't experienced that before. Durr. So go experience it. It's not, you know, in, in the best of environments, seize the moment in that sense. Like to, to say like, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous or I'm, I have this fear because even looking up early on in the show, I looked up uh, the most, the greatest fears shared by people or whatever. And obviously that's, uh, that'll change from person to person or neighborhood to neighborhood, town to town, whatever it may be. But there's still, there's still a level of like, it's kind of, kind of weird, like fear of success, fear of failure. Huh? Like those are both. And I'm sure, you know, they might be, third on the list and fourth on the list here but then for some people it's like that's my greatest fear a lot of people public speaking the fact that failure is a fear is is kind of crazy unless you're in a unless you're in a field that like is like life or death obviously 
But if it's just like, oh, I'm scared that I'm not going to do well at this show. Like, I don't know, man. Obviously, Ben Askren was not scared. That's what I can say. <laughs> all in all, like Ben Askren wasn't too scared to fight. And and there's not like a and he was able he was in physical danger. <laughs> so there's a lot of situations that people are, I think are scared of or hesitate where they're not really uh in in like serious physical danger or or anything like that. So yeah, just isolate and uh eliminate. Hey, you know, get out there, podcast. If you're if you're nervous about having people on your show, like figure out that's the thing. I I, I was I was more uh I was more nervous about like reaching out to people individually and saying like, would you like to be a guest? Would you like to be a guest? Would you like to be a guest that like it felt it's, it felt weird and presumptuous in this, in the sense. So like, if I, I know, I know my uh, worth and my skill as far as talking, I know that I can do it by myself if I need to, but I don't prefer it. That's why I put that out there. So I can say, Instead of me saying, like, would you like to talk to me for two hours? Would you like to talk to me for two hours? I'll just talk for two hours. And whoever wants to join is more than welcome. And at whatever capacity, whether it be during the show on Instagram at Baby Mermaid Productions, if you pound off in the chat or you ask to join either one of those. If you want to be a guest for if you want to be a guest co-host, I've been doing a lot of guest co-hosts for whenever Dom's not here. And even if Dom is here. You can you can join in. There's plenty of there's plenty of things you can pound off on Facebook. Watch on the Gross Domesticated podcast page, or my personal podcast page, or uh, sorry, podcast page, or uh, YouTube after the fact as well. Baby Mermaid at Baby Mermaid Productions there, and uh, you can subscribe. And I got other podcasts like Falls Count Anywhere, Proper Bonics, lots of fun stuff. What about with Andy and Pat? I actually have to update that a playlist. Make a note of that. So also. If you want to see me live, not on a screen, but in person, I will be on a couple of shows coming up. And that's what excites me. That's when I start feeling like things are coming back. Uh, I have two shows now officially booked in May. Finally, multiple shows in the same month. Uh, I'll be in uh, Northumberland on the 7th of May. That's a Friday at 8 p.m. The tickets are $10 and it's 21 and up. Uh, and honestly, both of these shows, this is what I'm excited about things coming back from the pandemic. The shows that, uh, that I am doing are like fucking awesome shows. <laughs> I was on a show, uh, the one I did in, uh, Easton, uh, shout out to Joey out there. Um, May, it was me, Manny, May, uh, 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 fuck, God damn it. <laughs> Jay Simpson and, uh, Dorian and. And that was the thing was like, it's funny that either if either one of those two guys are there that you're like, oh, Lemaire's there too. No, no Lemaire. Can you imagine though? That would have been a sellout crowd. But this one has uh, Zach Hammond, Chris William, uh, Manny Santiago, and myself. So that one is, uh, I, I, can't, I can't oversell that show. That's going to be a fucking fun night. And obviously uh, seating will be limited, I'm sure. So if you if you'd like check out uh, that show, that's the Fun Size Comedy Show in Northumberland. Um, I believe that's called Fun Size. Sorry, that that honestly, I should I should get more details on that. 
I got as many details as I could before. And as well as Saturday, the 22nd, uh, I'm going to be in Danville, PA. I don't have a ton of uh, uh, details on that one, but that's at 8 p.m. And that one has uh, Lemare Lee himself and me and Jared McCauley. That is going to be another fucking excellent night. So if you can make it out to either one of those shows, I highly suggest, or if you know people in that area, have them check uh, their local listing. I don't know. I don't know where those would be. I'll obviously be sharing the, uh, you know, flyers and shit like that on my uh, social media. So that's another reason to be following baby mermaid productions, as well as me on Facebook, just friend request me. I, I honestly add pretty much anybody. <laughs> as long as I can kind of verify that you're not a robot, I, I will add you. Because the more people that see me going live and possibly want to join in, the better. So I, I do appreciate you guys joining in. Uh, I'm going to go cook that goddamn pizza and I'm going to eat the whole goddamn thing. I cannot wait <laughs> to eat an entire pizza. So um, thanks for joining in. Uh, I love you all. Bruce.